What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. If you're a Disney Plus subscriber and you're watching The Mandalorian, Jack and I have a podcast for you. Every week, we'll discuss the latest episode of The Mandalorian and talk about other great content and maybe some not-so-great content on Disney Plus as well. As two lifelong Star Wars fans, we have a ton of fun geeking out over all the little details of the show, and we want you to join us every Monday. So search for Disney Plus Reviews. That's Disney P-L-U-S Reviews. Hey, Phil, how about that, Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda says, What's the podcast? Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, a podcast that once tried to use a hair clip to hold a mic cord together, it's Sif Pop. Welcome to Sif Pop Weekly, streaming live most Saturday mornings are available to download later in your podcast feed, unless of course you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Patrons get those perks. I'm your host, Aaron Dicer, and each week we'll chat about movies, TV, and for whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds. And please welcome our guest this week. He once almost destroyed the entire multiverse for the love of a Chick-fil-A breakfast burrito. It's Ian Whittington, ladies oh, and gentlemen. so good. <laughs> they just have such a good... Listen, listen why they're so good. They have a great proportion. The wrap is so thin mm-hmm. and yet still stable and mm-hmm. keeps its cohesion mm-hmm. and then they pack an entire chicken into there <laughs> with like loads of tots and it's how it defines and physics eggs and cheese it's and so good the eggs are perfectly cooked yeah it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing it is it is possibly the best fast food breakfast uh ever invented go america <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you for being here uh thank you Andrew could not make it this week. Uh, we wish him well and and hope he's alive. And <laughs> I mean, right, okay, we know he's alive. He did tell us <laughs> that is but true. Yes, we that wish is him true. well. Uh, so we are going to rock the show and mm-hmm. uh, talk a little bit about the movies this week uh, for Sif Pop. And we did a little bit of a switcheroo. Uh, we were going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. Two. Mm-hmm. And Ambulance. We are still going to talk about Ambulance because, I mean, how could you not talk about a Michael Bay movie? It's groundbreaking work, and Aaron just doesn't enjoy fun, so he decided (laughs) to not watch Sonic. Uh, But we found out we had access to everything everywhere all at once, Mm -hmm. uh, started playing in a more kind of went wide and so we thought we'd swap that out and talk the about irony that. of how hard it is to find everything everywhere <laughs> all, in one, all at once it's not all it's not as hard right now it is definitely no. gone wide and uh and so one that you can check out um but we hopefully fingers crossed we'll be able to get to sonic next week if you're interested in our thoughts on mm-hmm. sonic the hedgehog too so we're going to talk about those movies we're going to do best ever jake gyllenhaal movies uh in honor of jake's performance in ambulance and then, of course, we'll do some buried treasure at the end. But let's go ahead and get into it. Let's take a look at Ambulance. I'm sorry, brother. Sorry that I brought you into this. I just wanted things to be the way they used to be. That's my brother, Will. I could use some help. My wife needs this surgery. This is real life. How's that right? You put your life down on the line for this country? You leave your family, your home? How much do you need? 231. How about more? 32 million. And I need an extra man. I came to you for a loan. Look, have I ever gotten you anything that I couldn't get you out of? It's time for you to do something for your family. 
decorated, decorated. <laughs> that's that's the there, word. I know you guys like to be lazy with your words, but <laughs> decorated, decorated, <laughs> decorated. <laughs> that's worst. Uh, decorated veteran Will Sharp, desperate for money to cover his wife's medical bills, asks for help from his adoptive brother Danny, a charismatic career criminal. Danny instead offers him a score: the biggest bank heist in Los Angeles history, thirty-two million dollars. Uh, ambulance comes to us from Mister Michael Bay, uh, and Michael Bay is one of those directors. This can be a good thing or a bad thing. I'll let you decide. First of all, I think you mean ambulance. <laughs> ambulance. Uh, Michael Bay is one of those directors who you don't have to see his name on the credits. Mm-hmm. You don't have to see his name on the poster. Yeah. Within five minutes, you will know. Within five, within five orangey, <laughs> framed, spinny, vertigo moments. blinding Flag-waving minutes. Uh (laughs) You will know Michael Bay has directed uh, the movie that you are Mm -hmm. watching, or somebody who's trying to do a Michael Bay impersonation. Uh, There's one one, one of two possibilities Mm -hmm. in a movie like this. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal as Danny Sharp, uh, Isaac Gonzalez uh, as an EMT, uh, Yahya Mm -hmm. Abdul-Mateen in there as Will Sharp, uh, and maybe some others that you might know. But uh, I'm curious, what did you think, Ian? Did you like it, love it, dislike it, hate it, or it was just okay? Uh, just okay. Yeah? Yeah. Just like <laughs> right down the middle. Right in the middle. It's not It's not worth hating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds like it's worse than hate. It is. It's just okay is one of the most damning things I can say about a movie. Um, hmm, interesting. I think. I. It is what it is. It. it it's... It is a Michael Bay adventure film. There are there is lots of stuff to enjoy. I just think I'm always going to think I can spend that ninety minutes better somehow. And mm-hmm. as awesome as Jake Gyllenhaal is, it's not enough to make me want to go back and watch it again. I have no desire to watch this movie again, and that usually leads me to whether I liked it or I'm sticking it in just okay. All right. Just okay. Uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, right in, uh, maybe a high side of just okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I like yeah, it a little I bit might more be than there you. Too. Um, but, but it's not a movie you really want to go on record as saying, oh man, this movie is the best. Of course you don't. Because it really is, it really does fall into a lot of the same traps that most Michael Bay movies do. Uh, you mentioned Jake Gyllenhaal's performance. You want to start there with some of the positive stuff? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's interesting that you say, like, it's either a Michael Bay impersonation because. This is a Michael Bay paint by numbers, but Michael Bay used it to make one of his own films. It's <laughs> right. Like he went to his little bingo card uh-huh. and went, I'm going to do all of this and I'm not leaving until it's all done, including mm-hmm. reference my own movies in mm-hmm. really overt ways. Um, but Jake Hall, man, I will just, I will watch every film he makes. And as much as there is, there's some ickiness around his the motivations of his character that I don't think we, we spoke to each other about this, but he's unhinged and unstable. And I wonder if they were linking it back to his father's mental health as well, because that's spoken about a lot. Did they speak about the father's mental health or just his uh, terrible actions? They, they, I am sure they specifically said that he was insane, crazy. Like he was actually, he was he was psychotic. There was something actually wrong with him, and um, and they didn't want to. Both of the kids didn't want to be that way, and it just felt almost like his instability was linking back to 
Well, he's just like his dad and can't help it. Boy, okay, let's let's dig into this a little bit uh, before before we kind of get into it. I, n- I didn't pick that up. I didn't I didn't pick up that it was an actual medical kind of thing. Like when the mm. characters, and, and maybe that was just me kind of interpreting things as they came at me. But mm. when the characters would be like, "Yeah, your dad was crazy," like I thought it meant like you know, just like you would say, "Oh, that that psycho is no, crazy." I kind of thing. Like he would kill people. Just to kill people or whatever. I don't so, remember. No, but that's psychotic. Like that. It is psychotic, but it, but not in a medical sense. It's psychotic mm. in the sense of how movies are like, you know, like psycho like killers. And I may have been overreading into it, but I felt like they lent on it so hard almost to say like it wasn't his fault. Like he was that that's the way that he was and they had to fight to not be that way. But hey, just rewatch the film again and maybe. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, let's, let's do it now. Let's right let's now. put it on right now. Uh but he is having so much fun. He seems to be the only person that realizes he's in a Michael Bay movie and is just he's just having so much fun and just completely loses himself in whoever this character is. Mm-hmm. Um he's kind of the only one that I really like believed his motivations. I don't I don't really buy anyone else in the movie. Yeah. Uh, it, it also is interesting you talk about, you know, not wanting to be like dad, that kind of stuff. Do you think the movie is saying he does become just like his dad? Yeah. Okay. I All think right. the movie is saying that he ends up exactly where his dad ended up. Um, and his his brother Will isn't enough to pull him to pull him back. It's interesting because, uh, and this is a little bit spoilery, but uh, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> there, there is a, there is a moment. I do care. I, it's, it's not extremely spoiler, but there is a moment. I think the movie takes some time to have his character, Jake Gyllenhaal's, Gyllenhaal's character, make a conscious decision that is as close to a right decision as he will make the entire movie. And it's towards the end. It's like three quarters of the way through. And I I feel like the movie is saying there, and in fact, he even says something, literally says something about, see, I'm not just like dad or something like that. And I feel like maybe the movie's trying to tell us he's not like just like dad. And that then that's supposed to at least bring a little more empathy and tension between the brothers mm-hmm. for the rest of the movie. Totally get it. And I think that is what the movie is doing. And then somebody turned over the script and forgot that that scene happened <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, and no, then that's got fair. to the ending, which put us back to square one. Yeah. So I believe that, but it doesn't tie up with the ending um, for me. Right, right. Um, let's see, other good stuff. Uh, I I think there is <laughs> a sense of fun that you can have with Michael Bay Agreed. movies. Yeah. Um, certainly, we've seen it before, but he knows how to use a camera to do really weird kinetic kind of things. And yeah. it is a seizure inducing experience for sure but it also kind of works like he has he puts the audience in the place he wants them which is you never have a chance to get your feet you never have a chance to really focus and so he can just kind of throw whatever kinetic spaghetti at the wall he wants to (laughs) and see what sticks 100 drones were killed in the making of this movie. Like, go again. This, this movie drones on. Oh, it for, does. For sure. Uh, so I, I, in general, I'll agree with that on Michael Bay movies, is that they are so, yeah, kinetic and energetic and pacey that you can, I hate this phrase, but switch your brain off and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. This one, the camera work, some of it was was unique and I liked it. So much of it made me dizzy, like genuinely made me dizzy and I had to look away. Like it was just, 
it was almost like a parody. I felt like we were almost in a Michael Bay parody movie mm-hmm. where they could be talking about something very simple, but the dramatic 270, 360, 720 spins around. Mm-hmm. I almost wanted one of the actors to turn and just like, stop. Like, what, whatever's spinning around me, can you please stop? Because it's really distracting. Yeah. And the other, the other massive bit of action that the movie clings onto is the car chase, the, the ambulance chase. And for me, that mm-hmm. is shot so poorly and so lazily and uh, even fast and furious movies do this better that i just didn't have anything to grab onto during the bit that i was looking forward to which was hopefully a well shot car chase with Mm. a bit of tension but i didn't feel tense once in this entire film because the car chases were so stop and start poorly shot inexplicably hard to follow that i just switched off and thought just get me to the next quippy line and hopefully that'll be enough to get me through yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of the relational stuff isn't built enough for me to really feel invested in or no. care about either. The only thing I care about, and by the way, we we reviewed this. We were part of a panel that reviewed this for the podcast Recotopia, um, and you can hear me break down crying there talking about this. But I, yeah. I don't, I don't believe I will break down crying talking about it here again. But the only thing I was left connecting to was the idea of EMTs, what they do, their mm-hmm. job. And I do think that is, you know, kind of the the point of uh, w- the point he's trying to make here. Um, and because of my own personal experience with having my life saved by EMTs mm-hmm. and kind of this overarching point of how they just do this over and over and over again. I will share something my wife shared with me, uh, who is uh, training to become a nurse. She's halfway through her nursing program. And she had one of her professors send us uh, send her a little piece called 30 Seconds in the Hallway. And it basically was this idea that they don't train you in nursing school for the 30 seconds in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And the 30 seconds in the hallway represents the distance between a death you have to witness and a joy that you have to experience oh with somebody else. Uh-huh. You have 30 seconds in the hallway to transition between somebody's worst moment in somebody's best moment which is room 102 and room 103 right and and so you know and i think there's a little bit of that here with Mm -hmm. the emts and then also the human element of giving the you know first responders crisis workers Mm -hmm. um and by the way it was my wife uh helped me on this obviously because i don't remember any of this but it was actually, I think, fire department first responders that saved me, not necessarily oh, wow. ambulance EMTs. They were the ones that were available. Mm-hmm. But I, but I put them all in that same car- you yeah. know, category, and uh, of people who have to do their job and then move on to the next job, mm-hmm. and then still also, I think, in what the movie is trying to say, find a balance of still understanding the human aspect of it, caring for the people that you having know, a bedside manner. Yeah, 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 and that kind of thing. So. I really, really liked that as well. I like how this movie opens with um, with um, Cam, the paramedic that mm-hmm. we that we follow, and how she's she cuts a child, mm-hmm. no, doesn't cut a child free, but she's involved in freeing a child in a car crash, mm-hmm. and then afterwards is explaining to the rookie how distant she has to be. All of that is brilliant, right up until they undercut it in the last scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they tried to bookend it, right? We, they tried to bookend it, but it's like that's just a massive amount of arrogance on Michael Bay's part. It's like right. He's bookending something that she weren't, she wasn't broken. She was absolutely fine the way she was. It's it's our value judgment saying that she has to go back and care and shed a tear for the little girl that's in pain. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, well, I, that's what I was just saying. I think the movie is is trying to make a point that there is a balance to be had. Like that there is, is there? 
I, well, this is a philosophical debate we can yeah. have. I think there is. I absolutely think there is a way to do your job and go from one to another, but not treat them, you know, not treat the people that you are interacting with as some sort of a side, but mm-hmm. actually it's okay to like, for instance, the, the first responders that saved my life for me to meet mm-hmm. them at a park on the yeah. 4th of July and for them to be able to have a moment with mm-hmm. me and be happy that I'm doing well yeah. and, you know, concerned for my life. And so I think the movie was, I think that's what that last scene was doing was saying, it's okay for you to want to go back and see this little girl and, mm-hmm. and you know, know she's okay. That yeah. That's actually a very beautiful human thing to do, mm-hmm. you know, when you can. I think that's what it's trying to, to say with that. I think you're probably right. It just, for me, didn't fit with how confident she was and the fact that her argument makes total sense. Like, sure, having that distance is probably one of the few ways you can stay sane mm-hmm. in that yeah. kind of job. It also it also isn't helped by the fact that the movie doesn't realize that she's our main protagonist. The, mo- <laughs> the movie thinks that Yaya is our yes, main protagonist, he's not. and he's not, he nor not. he should be. He's a terrible person. Yes, and the movie from the beginning wants us to feel sorry for him as he's shooting people making and terrible making terrible decisions. decisions. <laughs> and I honestly think it's the worst part of the movie. The that character yes. and how we're supposed to how the movie wants us to feel about that character is is really rough and really difficult he's reveling in it he is mm-hmm. enjoying the chase he is he's enjoying the the chaos and the destruction and singing along with his psychotic brother as they tear through la mm-hmm. there is no remorse apart from the couple of seconds when he thinks about his wife or something it's he's his character is so so inconsistent mm-hmm. it's so confused um so poorly put together yeah, and and again, the movie thinks that that's the character that's going to drive us through. It starts with that character, mm-hmm. and um, and it's just, I, it's it's absolutely not. Uh, in fact, it's you know, it, his whole story is framed by his wife and child, who mm-hmm. we know nothing about, other than that the child has some sort of. Medical procedure that's needed. No, uh, isn't it the wife? Doesn't she have cancer? Oh, it's the wife. Yeah, See, the that's wi- how little <laughs> that's how little the movie yeah. emphasizes. I had, uh-huh. I didn't even have any idea. Yeah, no, the know? wife has cancer and they need a surgery. Yeah, and the insurance won't pay for it. Yeah. 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 Damn so. you, America. <laughs> so yeah, so uh that's a big mistake, I think, on the movie's part. Um I do have one more positive. No, go for it. Um uh Garrett Dillahunt, who I love incredibly this is one of my favorite performances of his he is great in this Mm -hmm. he's so so good um he's so quippy his line delivery is so good um where the the, let's say the character's arc is somewhat confusing where it ends up what do you what do you mean by that where without spoiling um ingracious not ingracious that's not the word um ungrateful not ungrateful (sighs) ha The word I'm looking for. We don't is, have to get hung up here. I was just curious. Yeah, like it's, he doesn't have a fitting resolution. Okay. For me. Okay. Yes. Do you know okay. What I yes. Mean? Yeah. No. No. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's almost like somebody turned the script over and forgot that he exists as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can. I can see that. I. It is interesting when you try to figure out sometimes what Michael Bay thinks of his characters. <laughs> yes. You know, like where how Do you care he about him sees, so little. Yeah, it, does he see them as more than just uh, pieces in a game? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so I yeah, I think I see what you're saying there. 
Um, I do think that character was great. I think you're absolutely right with that. I think uh, Kira O'Donnell was also uh, really, mm-hmm. really wonderful. Um, in fact, there was there were several moments where I was just like, "This is fun. This is funny. Yeah. This is witty. This the is supporting cast is this great. Is, this is hilarious." Um, it's just it's just all in the typical Michael Bay uh, cacophony. Yeah. So uh, meaninglessness. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to um, mention about ambulance? Man, we just haven't even talked about Yaya Abdul Mateen at all. Well, I we just, did. We said he shouldn't have been the protagonist. It it's so. It's. I don't get the banter between him and Jake Gyllenhaal. The their characters. I don't. I don't get what a lot of people thought was funny and what was they were latching onto. Didn't work for me at all. Um, it's almost like he wanted to do a bad boys, but on the wrong side of the law team up. But it just it didn't it didn't get. I think this movie is mm-hmm. telling, if anything, it's managing to tell too many stories at once. Like maybe they should have been smaller characters and concentrate more on the paramedic. Make like you said, make her mm-hmm. the Bruce the Bruce Willis, make her the the diehard protagonist of of the movie. Yeah, I think there's a way to reformat the beginning of the movie to where mm-hmm. uh, Cam is our lead in, our intro in. Yeah. The, you know, saving the little girl, that whole stuff with taking her EMT partner uh, to, you know, the food court and he's still in shock from what's happening. And she's yeah. like, you just eat your burger, you know, like or your burrito or whatever. Um, there's a way to make that the beginning of the movie. And then you can still have like the yaya, why he's doing it, you know, mm-hmm. the brothers kind of at odds as far as wanting to live this life, not wanting to live this life. Yeah. But he doesn't have to be a good guy. He can just be yes, a complex exactly. bad guy, you know? Neither of them need to be the focus. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, him or Jake Gyllenhaal. They mm-hmm. don't need to be the main focus. Imagine right. if, And imagine if the rookie had been the one that got shot. We don't even need the police officer right. and the other police officer, the, the partner. This could have been the rookie. Like They just they hijack the ambulance, accidentally shoot the rookie, mm-hmm. and she's caring for him. That's way way more powerful yeah i don't know and less complicated yeah yeah and a shorter movie it's two hours and 16 (laughs) minutes long aaron it's so long and yet it didn't feel long i didn't the second half did i didn't feel i didn't think i didn't think it felt long and honestly it feels over stuffed more than anything like you said there's a lot of different characters and in kind of uh angles that it's trying to introduce um and i don't know that it succeeds uh in completing that but yeah, it feels like it could have uh, had a little shaving around the edges. Oh, for uh, sure. Brought it yeah. down to size. Well, there you go. That's Ambulance. Uh, I, I don't know. I think you can have some fun with it, but I definitely wouldn't spend a, wouldn't spend a bunch of money on it. Nope. It'll probably pop up on streaming at some point, and you yep. can just check it out and have a good time. No doubt. Uh, all right, let's move on to our next review. Let's talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. What's happening? Devlin, I'm not your husband. I'm another version of all from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Very busy today. Uh, so tired to help you. Across the multiverse, I've seen thousands of Evelyns. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even their skills. There's a great evil spreading throughout the many verses. And you... Maybe your only chance of stopping it. Don't make me fight you. I am really good. I don't believe you. 
An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives she could have led. Unfortunately, this sweeps her up into an even bigger adventure where she finds herself lost in the infinite worlds of the multiverse. Uh, Hollywood, very, very interested in the multiverse these uh-huh. days. Man, I feel sorry for the person that had to write the plot synopsis for this movie <laughs> because they know they are lying. Like they, they are they are not telling you what this movie is about. Or how to it would be funny, it would be funny it. if the plot synopsis was just guys, nope. I I just can't even with this movie. <laughs> just go watch it. You're just gonna have to anything you're just I gonna say have to, yeah. isn't gonna ring true. Nothing once, I'm once you've gonna say it. here is going to be true. So just go get your butt in a seat and watch this movie. Uh everything everywhere, all at once. Ian, did you like it, love it, dislike it, hate it, or it was just okay? I with the caveat of this is by no means anywhere near my last and final view on how much I enjoy this movie, I liked it. Okay. I have no idea where that will end up being (laughs) afterwards. And I want to like this movie. I want to love this movie. I want it to be the thing that defines my movie-going career. (laughs) But I, 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 I am too close to it, and it is not fair to ask me what I think of this film. So I will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> let's say let's also say this. I this is going to be a very short non-spoiler review. There's so little we can talk about. There really is. W- yeah. Without spoiling your progression through understanding, mm-hmm. you know, or, or or experiencing. I should yeah. should use experiencing not necessarily understanding what is going on in this movie. So mm-hmm. this this may be a, a little shorter and we will do uh somewhat of a a sif spoil on it. Um yeah. that we can put in the feed as well. Uh, I will say I, I am going to, as with you say, there's a lot to still be told on this. I need to watch it several more times. Uh, there's so much, it is so dense with Mm -hmm. meaning and metaphor and, um, stuff (laughs) (sighs) with everything. With all of the things, all at the same time, all at the same time. Uh, but I'm going to go low side of loved it. Uh, I'm, nice. gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let it creep into loved it and nice. just because i think that's a good starting place for me that defines kind of how i'm feeling about it right now and i think i will start by saying that the primary reason for that is this is just a fresh bold vision if mm-hmm. nothing else you watch this movie and you go oh you went for it you know yep. you decided that you were going to make exactly the movie you want to make because you have a vision and you're mm-hmm. going to be bold about it you're going to break some rules and you're going to break some rules uh, there's going to be things that seemingly should not work in the same movie together um and you're going to try to make it work and uh, i have such respect for that and not only respect for giving it a shot but respect for in my opinion making it really work i think mm-hmm. you know i come out of this movie really having enjoyed myself just on a purely cinematic level, but also just deep in thought about what is it about? What is this character experiencing? What does that mean? Is any of this supposed to even be real or is it all just supposed to be some sort of philosophical construct? Does uh, it matter? Does it even to matter? To the people that made the film care? Yeah. I, I, I come away thinking it is mainly a philosophical metaphorical look at what it means to love, what it means to experience relationship Mm -hmm. and experience the world around us, um, especially as it relates to family, uh, Mm -hmm. whether that be a spouse or a child, um, all that is in here. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it is also on its own 
kind of a sci-fi uh, adventure that is interesting enough. It is you know? that, and that is such a tiny, tiny, tiny thin slavering mm-hmm. over the top. Like right. it is, it is using that as the the vehicle, but it doesn't spend. Yeah, it rightfully doesn't spend a huge amount of time getting into that because that's not that's not it's not Michael Bay. That's not the story it wants to tell. For me, it is the biggest biggest message I took away was ease up on yourself. Like, mm-hmm. don't put yourself under so much pressure. The choices that you're making, everyone is making, and there's going to be thousands of them throughout your life. Don't be so hard on yourself and. If anything, think about how your decisions might be affecting other people. Your decisions mean everything and they mean nothing. Exactly. They mean everything to you, maybe everything to somebody, but in the grand scheme of things, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and how is that? Uh, Haven't mentioned Michelle Yeoh yet, uh, who (sighs) is incredible in this movie, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, You've also got uh, Stephanie Su. uh, She was incredible. Mm -hmm. So good. And uh, Kehu Kwan uh, as Wayman Wang. Uh, who uh, plays the dad slash husband in this? Jamie Lee Curtis popping in uh, mm-hmm. for some fun as well. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, her credit in this is a villainous bureaucrat. Oh, I have it down <laughs> as Deidre Brobidra. That's probably her actual yep. name uh, in the movie. Uh, James Hong as well, who I've I've seen in a lot of stuff, uh, mm-hmm. hanging out here too. So, yeah, I don't know where kind of to go next. Mm-hmm. And what Are there some broad kind of strokes you can paint as far as stuff yep. you enjoyed? Well, I think the, the performances are great. That's what, if, if you have bad performances or people that don't know what they're in, this movie really doesn't work. Everyone mm-hmm. is so on board for the ride and I think has some kind of concept of the story they're telling, um, which does make it so much fun. I'm trying to think, the stuff that meant i didn't love it what was that that i'm trying to latch on to yeah i mean yeah just if you could kind of at least broadly figure out what it was that you know kind of kept you from i think it may be it may just be the way the story is told so for me where we sat in some scenes was very very preachy and mildly repetitive for for too long like this is a long film this is a long movie and the message is very very simple and i think it beats us over the head with it a bit too much like there's some although she's going to different multiverses the message is pretty much always the same and it's under this guise of getting from a to b to c on this mission that she has but the movie wants to hit us with this message of it doesn't matter it does matter don't stress yourself out about it and there were points where I was kind of like, get on get on with it and show me something weird. Like, show me the next universe that's completely batshit and is, and is something different. Um, and I think that's partly the way that I was set up going into the movie. Like, I, I watched loads and loads of trailers, and what I was set up for with this was more of a... more of like a standard Marvel kind of thing, which is a deliberate marketing ploy, mm-hmm. obviously. Sure. That what I'd kind of imagined in my head was that she's going to gain powers as she goes, fight some bad guys, multiverse weirdness, but in the real world, and then end up back. I just was not expecting this philosophical, extremely deep conversation to happen. So maybe it's just a mindset of I wasn't prepared to watch the movie that the trailer told me this was. I'm a, I'm a bit confused because you you in that in the same paragraph mentioned that the the 
message was too simple, but then said you weren't prepared for how deep it was. Well, I think not that it's simple, but it's one message. I think there is one really, really big message. And then it talks about it a lot. <laughs> but don't you think it like goes into different... Um, I mean, there are definitely different... Like, the different multiverses all, to me, seem to have a different take on kind of uh, an aspect of that overall thing that they're dealing with. So, they're, like, each multiverse almost seems crafted to teach uh, the Evelyn character a different lesson about letting go or whatever the case may be. That's exactly what I mean, is that it's teaching her... A different perspective but the same lesson so by the end of it i'm like i get it i didn't need 10 multiverses to tell me to, to, to tell her it feels different how to she me feel. without going into spoilers it's hard to uh, hard to talk specifically but there's a difference between parts of a hole and uh a donut hole or donut a ho the hole within a donut a bagel hole, hole? Uh, a donut yeah. in a hole yeah whatever uh there's there's a difference between parts and a hole and then just saying it's all the same message just told in a different way i don't think mm -hmm. that's the case i think they're distinct parts of that message that each world is trying to get into uh and mm. teach her about her own experience her own life uh empathy uh you know all of these different things so yeah i'd push back on that a little bit i don't I, right. I didn't i didn't i didn't feel i, I never felt i never felt preached at um but I and I I never felt like the message was just kind of going over the same thing over and over again. I thought it was all leading us to kind of a singular, grander idea. Mm -hmm. um, but I felt like we kept getting different pieces. You know, it didn't give us everything everywhere all at <laughs> once. Um, yeah. Until now, the end. it might hit me different if I watch again. But from what I can remember, it 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 felt like the message was being repeated a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to say when we talk about boldness, um, this movie is so bold at times you cannot believe <laughs> what's happening. Nope. And you're watching the movie and you're going, what <laughs> did they do? They hand it over to the Rick and Morty guys for a second. Like, oh what my is goodness. It is. <laughs> this like, is way more Rick and Morty than it is Marvel. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So yeah, there are those moments and I kind of love that. I kind of yeah. think it's like, go for it. Do your thing. It reminds, I mean, you know, there's there's a real uh, beautiful amount of Asian cinema that's happening mm -hmm. uh, here right now. And in, in some underground ways, you know, I think of you know, one cut of the dead or uh, we recently watched beyond the infinite two minutes, yes. you know, that kind of stuff. And there are these filmmakers that are just going, no, this is fun and bold. And I don't yeah. necessarily have to have it all like, we perfect, don't need, we but, don't need a three act structure. Right. <laughs> we yeah. really don't need yeah. that. I love it. Uh, yeah. I'm just kind of having fun with it. Yeah. Um, those choices are, throughout this movie mm -hmm. just bold choice after bold choice after bold choice um this has my individual favorite scene of the year so far mm -hmm. it really does i'm it, curious which so one uh-huh we'll, 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 yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it it's spoilers yeah because it's got to hit you around the head <laughs> fair enough fair enough uh any final thoughts on spoiler free thoughts on everything everywhere all at once we'll get into it a little bit more in the sip spoil to support cinema yes go and see it but my human to human recommendation is do not go and watch this movie until you can watch it twice <laughs> oh well i don't know if you know this but you can literally purchase two tickets at the cinema if you, if you have the to. funds to do that go for it but if you're if you, it's this kind of one of the beautiful need... things is going back to the same movie at the theaters that uh, you love yeah i it know, used to be i know least. it's it's an, well when you have to pay that amount for food maybe not yeah right um yeah but for yeah, like I'm talking like two, three, four viewings. Like this is almost inception levels of 
I won't fully appreciate this until I've done a couple laps of it. And I want to. And that's that's the big difference between this and Ambulance. <laughs> like, It's Okay was never an option for this movie. I was right. going into Hated It or somewhere in Liked It. Yeah. And I hope I end up loving it. But yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I It's a high recommend for me. See, see it as soon as you want to. Uh, as soon as you can and uh and yes you may want to see it again immediately after but that's a good sign yes uh, absolutely not a bad one yeah uh before we head into the best ever challenge just a reminder you can be part of the sif pop members uh you can go to patreon.com slash sif pop check out all the information there several fun things uh ad free podcasts uh as well as hangouts and a bonus episode that goes right to your own dedicated podcast feed with all the ad-free podcasts. So check all that out at patreon.com slash siftpop. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. All right, the best ever challenge this week, best ever Jake Gyllenhaal movies. Heck uh, yeah. Jakey G hanging out in ambulance. Um, we'll go number five to number one, and uh, we can trump each other if we have something higher. So mm-hmm. I'll kick us off. And did you ever see the movie October Sky? No, I did not actually. Okay. So I have this in at number five. This is a really beautiful movie. Um, it's kind of, I, I wondered if you'd seen it because... Most of the themes here are about science and space mm-hmm. and uh, what it means to fall in love with science as a child, um, those kind of things. And I know a lot of that stuff is near and dear to your heart. Uh, I, Jakey, must, I would probably like that. Then. Jakey G is a kid. This is he's a kid in this movie. Oh, so, super young. So this yeah. is pre Donnie Darko. Oh yes, right. Yeah. Ahead. This I think this is the first thing he was ever in. Um, so it's always kind of fun to see you know baby Jake. And, yeah. And uh, and beyond that, it's a really good movie and a really good watch. So, nice. Uh, check out October Sky. What do you awesome. got at number five? This may surprise you, but Velvet Buzzsaw is my number five. Velvet Buzzsaw <laughs> is your number five? Yes. That does surprise me. Tell me about why you love this movie. I actually thought I liked this more than most people, but... I think I did as well. It's bonkers. Um, he's, unsurprisingly, one of my favorite parts of the movie um, again, when I went through the Jake Gyllenhaal list of all of the things, I realized mm-hmm. as much as I love him, I haven't seen anywhere close to all of his films at all. Um, mm-hmm. So I think had I seen everything, it probably wouldn't make the list. But man, he, I don't know, he's, he's not into like method acting and stuff, is he? Not but that I know of. I would not believe I it if you told me, because he just seems to own every single role and he is he is that person and he's with so some of dynamic. the roles that he has played i really hope he's not a method actor no, ditto. yeah 100 <laughs> percent um yeah mm, yeah it's just, it's just a bonkers movie and it's mm. again it is it's unique as well it kind of goes along the lines of what we're talking about with um breaking some of the rules and just being a bit kooky um yeah no i just had a really good time with it i i listen i didn't even have it in my honorable mentions but i did enjoy it enough uh that i felt like i liked it more than most i think it's satire is one of those things that's always going to be fun for me mm-hmm. and the way this satirizes the art world is i think really fascinating and kind of funny and yeah. there's some some real interesting dark humor here um but uh, but yeah, I understand why people. It, it, it's it feels like it could be an acquired taste. No, I get it, uh, for sure. All right, on to our number fours. Uh, this is where I have Spider Man: Far From Home. Uh, I might have put No Way Home here because technically, I mean, JPG's uh, in that. But uh-huh. yeah, um, I'm with you. I would go Spider Man: Far From Home, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed thoroughly. In my honorable mentions. Yep. 
Uh, we've talked enough about Marvel stuff. We can move on. What is your number four? Source Code. Get it. Yes. In my honorable mentions. Freaking love this movie. It is a man in a box, single location film. I love that type of movie because you can zero in on character stuff. It has a time loopy time travel element to it that I love. A great twist that doesn't derail the movie, pun intended. It doesn't it doesn't take away any enjoyment if it's not there. I think it elevates it when it is. Uh love it. Love this movie. Uh, I'm glad that you had it in your top five. I definitely uh, wrestled with whether that should be my number five over October Sky. Uh, mm-hmm. It is worth a watch if you haven't seen it. It mm-hmm. is absolutely my kind of movie. Um, so yeah, check out Source Code. All right, on to number three. Uh, my number three is Okja! Okja! I haven't seen it! You should, you should. Of course it's an animated film. Uh, it's not animated. Okja <laughs> Wait, no, is, is, is a live-action film starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Paul Dano, Tilda Swinton, Steven Yeun. It is by Oscar-winning director uh, uh, Bong Joon-ho. Heck yeah. Uh, and, man, he makes good movies. Mm-hmm. And this is no different. It seems to me to be the one people kind of skip over when they talk about the cool stuff he's made. But, man, this is just... It's interesting. It's compelling. Um, it's weird, it's gross, it's all sorts <laughs> of wildness, uh, and it's a high recommend for oh, okay. me. I believe, I believe uh, Netflix, right? Um, um, oh, who knows in England, to be honest, that always changes. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, all right, on to your number three. Uh, this is where I may get Trump. Donnie Darko sits for me. No, I'm not a Donnie Darko fan. No, me neither. Not hugely. I enjoy it. I know that's strange <laughs> me, because it's me at either. number three. It's just at number three on my list. However, it's best ever, not necessarily... The, the the my favorite movies but it's the best wait, wait, ever hold movies on. so wait okay so are you telling me right now <laughs> no that when you no. make this list you're like hmm let me check out critical consensus <laughs> no perhaps no, okay. not but i have been chastised for not leaning into that enough right right uh hey at least i haven't got a tv show on here um donnie Dark, i do really really enjoy it. i am not a die hard absolutely get it into my veins donnie darko Mm. I feel like you're almost expected to hate this movie or live with a copy of it under your pillow. Like, there's no middle right, ground. Right. I am controversially... As with many cult classics. They, exactly. Yeah. I am controversially in the middle ground. And that's probably because I didn't watch it until I was, I think, 20 or 21, mm-hmm. something like that. Never picked it up again until last year. And it was last year that I rewatched it for the anniversary and got a much better much higher level of appreciation for it yeah. Uh, and I, yeah i enjoy it but it will it will never be uh, yeah i'll never get that it's everything it's the only movie ever made mm-hmm. kind of feeling yeah it, it's interesting um i i'm not sure i completely at least for myself comprehend what i'm supposed to take from the movie i think there's a there's a bit of a nihilism there that mm, it's hard yes. for me to connect yeah. to um <clears throat> but i recognize the talent behind it uh it's just not something that's that's ever been towards the top of my list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say it's you know it's in the low side of liked, at high side of okay, mm-hmm. you know, kind of for me. But um, but yeah, Donnie Darko in it. Your number three. Mm-hmm. All right, on to our number twos. My number two is Nightcrawler. Um, Trump. Oh, okie dokie. I wonder where you have Nightcrawler. <laughs> uh, what is your number two, Ian? Did we do your number three? Okja. Sorry, I just Ocha! wanted to hear you say it again. <laughs> Um, uh, number two is prisoners for me. Yeah, That's my number yeah. two. Andrew um, will be very happy. Yeah, uh, that you that you mentioned it. Man, I love this movie. Speaking of Paul Dano and um, and Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. 
I don't care that it's three hours. This is my most rewatched three hour movie. Um, <laughs> Hugh Jackman is unhinged and a very different Hugh Jackman. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is probably quite close to his Nightcrawler persona, but if that person became a cop, like equally mm. like kind of nervous and unhinged mm-hmm. and blinky and yeah. Um, it's a great murder mystery, kidnap mystery film. The tension in this film is incredible. Um, yeah, I, I love it to bits. I watch it at least once a year. It is good. I rewatched it uh, last year, I think, and I was a little bit light on it the first time I saw it. I didn't, I, I didn't really connect to the aggressiveness of it mm-hmm. and the revengey nature of it. Re- mm-hmm. Revenge tales are often really difficult for me um, based on personal uh, beliefs and mm-hmm. those kind of things. But um, I'm but, just like, let the hate flow through you. Get him. I understand that. <laughs> I, I really understand the, the human instinct for that kind of stuff. Um, but it's, uh, it is really, really well done. Mm-hmm. It is in the performances are, are absolutely astounding. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. On to our number ones. Uh, I uh, have, wait, are you first? Is it me? I am first. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't have to be. And if, if you, <laughs> if you would like to talk about some unknown movie that none of us have any idea what you're going to talk about first, we no. can. uh, I'm going to talk about Zodiac as my number oh, one. Oh, shoot. Right. Sorry. Velvet Buzzsaw is gone. Zodiac, Trump. Now we're here. Good. <laughs> I totally forgot that movie. I love this movie. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It would be number five for okay. me. Yeah. All it right. would still be below Source code uh yeah jakey g hanging out with mark ruffalo robert downey jr so mm-hmm. hulk and iron man hanging out here together um and uh, and mysterio thank you and mysterio yes of course uh so yeah this is this is just one of those movies where and i guess you could say this uh about a, a lot of fincher films mm-hmm. um where the tone just kind of envelops you and you're just like yeah I want to know everything about what's going on here, what these people are doing. I mean, and this one is kind of based in uh, reality. I say kind of because nobody really knows mm-hmm. um, who Zodiac, Zodiac was, uh, although there was actually rec- recently one of the last ciphers was solved, I thought. Oh, really? Um, just within the last couple of years. But anyhow, uh, it, it, is, it is a movie that says that it has an opinion on who the Zodiac killer might mm-hmm. be. Um, but it's it's really really interesting. You can tell Fincher loves this stuff, um, and uh, and is really fascinated by it. So mm-hmm. not an easy watch necessarily, nope. but this is a powerful one. Yeah, so, yeah, I, no, I like that movie too. Uh, all right, talk about your number one, Nightcrawler. Oh man! Speaking Jake. of not an easy watch, uh, yeah, really not an easy watch. Um, talk about Jake Gyllenhaal just being able to act his pants off. So, so, so good. Um, super creepy. Great story. Um, it's it might you might wonder like how do these people exist? The people that can just photograph crime scenes, no emotion, sell it, and that's how they make a living. But I completely believe that that is what this person does. Um mm-hmm. and that's that's my way into the movie, really, is that this ridiculous job that exists, I believe that he would be doing it. And the yeah, the twists and turns are great. It's a it's a weird one that doesn't you kind of wonder where it's going and what's the purpose? Like, where are we going to end mm-hmm. up? But it keeps me locked in all the way to the end. Yeah, man. Uh, it was my number two, your number one. Clearly, we both love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 
It is another movie that owns you. Yes. Um, it is another movie that has just such a clear and distinct and complete uh, tonal atmosphere to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it may be his best performance. Uh, I think I would agree with that. I mean, I, he's completely transformative mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, so yeah, I I really think. There's a lot of great stuff in Nightcrawler. Again, not an easy watch, but mm-hmm. uh, if you get a chance and can handle it, you might want to check it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, any honorable mentions that you want to throw out there? Um, no, I was going to do Spider-Man because it exists. It's out mm-hmm. there. Um, it is. But I think that's pretty... I've got a lot of Jake Gyllenhaal left to watch. I think that's pretty much all I've seen. Here are a couple others uh, that I would recommend. Uh, End of Watch mm-hmm. is uh, a fun one. Is that like the Handycam kind of so one? So what I like about, yeah, what I like about End of Watch, and I've, I think I've said this many, many times, but to me, End of Watch is kind of a a proof of concept mm. that you can do found footage without having to justify every single yes. frame as found footage. Yeah. End of Watch is a found footage police thriller and a lot of it is done with you know police cams body cams that kind of stuff but it also has just regular movie making in there too um but it still feel you still get the the tension and the wildness of being in the moment Mm. with what feels like actual footage uh amongst that stuff and i think you know you look at found footage as a gimmick and it's like every single frame has to be like oh we found it doesn't count or else yeah Yeah. kind of thing and i don't think it has to be uh, like that but uh michael pena in this movie mm. is also spectacular. And I don't know that we often see Pena do a role like this. No. So, um, so yeah, this is uh, David Ayer, um, you know, of Suicide Squad. Loose the loose the cut, loose the cut. Yes, that guy uh, directing it. And this in Fury, also David Ayer, uh, were many of the reasons uh, I love him as a director. He does mm-hmm. really, really good work. When he can, when Heck he's allowed yeah. to, and without going too far into release the air cut uh, <laughs> shenanigans, I will say, yeah, not. I I will say I understand the sentiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one I wanted to mention was Everest. Um, oh, I really okay. enjoyed Everest. Yeah, I, I know a lot of, a lot of people didn't like it, but um, I I'm just I am a sucker for a good disaster movie, even more so when it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was, uh, this is an incredible true story. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jason Clark, Josh Brolin, Sam Worthington, Kira Knightley, uh, Emily Watson, Robin Wright, uh, great cast. I think this was supposed to be kind of an awards contender-ish kind of movie that just kind of mm-hmm. disappeared. disappeared. Um, so yeah, I would definitely check out Everest if you get a chance. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to our buried treasure. What's that one thing in any area of pop culture that you want to make sure people know about? Uh, I will go first and let you as the guest finish. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those situations that happens every once in a while. I looked back as far as I could tell in my notes. I haven't done this yet, but I've already mentioned it in this episode, and that is beyond the infinite two minutes. Have I nice. ever have I ever actually used it as a buried treasure? I don't think so. I, if I have, guess what? I like it this much. Yeah. I'll use it again. I remember you talking about it, but it might just have been. I have so me. many I podcasts uh-huh. that I. I wonder if you did it on, on BTS. I can't remember. But yeah. I talk about it because I man, I'll talk about. This Listen, movie. it's very possible. Like I know I didn't do it last week. Mm-hmm. I know I talked about winning time last week. But if I talked about it the week before that, just consider this some sort of meta review <laughs> where it's happening again two weeks yeah, later. Yeah, uh, as a delay. 
uh, on some sort of delay. Uh, and that's about all I want to even hint at as mm-hmm. far as what mm-hmm. this movie is. Uh, it is a lot of fun. It is high, high concept, fairly low production <laughs> value, but you can't even, you don't even care. You really um, don't. And it's just, yeah, it's one of those movies that you're just going to have fun because the people who are making it are really, really digging into a fun <laughs> sci-fi concept. So It's the most realistic I've seen an event go. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like, well, this wouldn't happen. This is exactly what would happen, exactly <laughs> as it happened. It is so great. It's so good. I want a documentary about how they made it as well. I want yeah. to see all of that. Yeah. You will need to rent it or buy it. And get a pen uh, and paper to keep notes. At, at, a, at a digital platform. Um, but yeah, Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes is great. Uh, as you already know, if I've already reviewed it. Mm-hmm. But if I haven't, then now you know. And maybe I'll review it two weeks from now. <laughs> Who knows? Infinitely. Yeah. Beyond the Infinite Two Weeks. Nice. Uh, what about you? So I'm going to be a little bit controversial, and this will be buried treasure because um, so Halo has just come out mm-hmm. on Paramount Plus, but I'm not recommending that because we're not far enough in. I have seen episode one; I did enjoy it very, very much. But I'm—I mean, if you're a Halo fan, you don't need me to tell you to go and watch the first ever live-action <laughs> Halo TV show. Right, you're already right. there. If you're not a fan, you're probably not going to watch it. Right. However, if you are tangentially for some reason, like this is how niche this is going to be. You haven't played the video games. Somehow you know about Halo. Not too sure if you are going to commit to the TV show and are happy to read a book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is the person. If there's one of you out there, this is who I'm talking to. The Eric Nyland Halo books are fantastic. You can get them as audio books. Um, You can obviously get them as book books. But if you don't want to go through the video games, but this is a universe you want to dip your toes into, they are fantastic. They're very good, very well written, very well put together. Um, the Fall of Reach and First Strike are great places to start. Um, yeah, I I remember reading them. They're absolutely yeah, they're they're really great reads. Just as sci-fi adventures, they are great reads, and it might get you tempted to watch the Halo TV series that seems to be pulling from them quite heavily. Nice uh, books, books on Sif Pop reading. Uh, yeah, the Halo <laughs> book series. You can check that out uh, at your local library or bookstore. Heck yeah, or online retailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and beyond the infinite two minutes, you can also check out uh, at your online retailers uh, as far as renting it or buying it. Would that work as a book? <laughs> Could you get that to work as a book? <laughs> the infinite two pages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind. No, no, yeah, no, no, I don't think you could. Oh, <laughs> uh, we did it. We managed Woo! to do a podcast. Yeah, we uh, did. Congratulations to all involved. Uh, you will not be slapped for winning an award. Thank you so much for joining us today for Sif Pop. It is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other shows in the network at studiodna.media or by searching Studio DNA in your podcast player. Uh, huge thanks to Phil for producing the show. Producer he is Phil. not here with us right now. He's going to be listening to this later. <laughs> and Ian didn't realize that, but he does <laughs> no, now. He I does started now. talking to Phil when he wasn't here. <laughs> but thank you, Phil, for producing the show. We do appreciate it. And thank you to Ian for hanging out once again. That's Love me. having you on the show. Uh, where do you want to send people? What do you want to let people know about? Um, Captain's Pod, because I always get through this and then you're like, hey, how about that other show <laughs> How about do? that other podcast you're doing? Um, yeah, listen to me and Danae Hughes talk about Star Trek. Even if you don't like Star Trek, for me, it's hilarious. And mm-hmm. people that don't watch Star Trek also find it hilarious. So Captain's Pod, wherever you find uh, podcasts. And find me on Twitter at Witsend, W-H-I-T-T-S-I-N-N-E-D. 
Uh, much love and gratitude to our Sifpop members as well for making Sifpop a real thing. Support starts at three bucks a month, and you get access to all the bonus episodes as well as some other fun perks. Uh, you can find out more information at patreon.com slash siftpop. There are a lot of ways to connect with the podcast. Feel free to leave a comment, a rating, or a review at uh, Apple Podcasts, or you can email us, feedback at siftpop.com. And finally, if you're having a good time, your movie-loving friends will probably like the show too, so let them know about it and that listening is much easier than giving yourself a handful of paper cuts. We will be back next week, uh, I think with Sonic 2 and Fantastic Beasts, whatever it is. We will see you then. Let's go! Let's go! Live from a bunker. Are you doing it this week? Yep. Okay. In the Thundery Ozarks. In the Thundery Ozarks. Yeah. It is thundery right Thunder now. Zonks. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.